Hello and welcome back to Lounge with Books. I'm Sophie. And I'm Claire. And we are two ex-librarians staying in touch through the power of books. And if you have been listening, we have been reading Truth Be Told by Sue Divin. We have got to page 150 and we're going to start off by talking about those 50 pages, what we've read so far. We're not going to be too spoilerific, just talk about general themes and characters and then go off into our own book news. Where we've been reading the book, uh, we discover we we do find out the DNA results, but we're not going to reveal that. No, got to keep keep you on your toes. Yeah, because and there's some romance going on, <laughs> but we're not going to say anything about between that. whom. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Tara got suspended from school. She did because that nasty Megan was being mm. nasty and insinuated that Oren had been playing the field. Yes. Oren yeah. is the ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Who is now dead. I don't know whether he is now dead. Yeah. <laughs> we have said this. We have said this, don't worry. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so, of course, Tara got really cross and hit out at Megan, basically. So she's been suspended from school. And uh, she's been invited to join this art therapy session with um, quite an interesting character who's running it, actually. Yeah. She, she comes from Africa, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah, she does. And there's quite a few interesting people in that class as well. Yeah. So I think she's sort of getting some new connections, some new friends there, isn't she? She had a bit of a meltdown at the art therapy class, though, didn't she? Yeah, because she drew a picture of Oran, the ex-boyfriend, which sent her off into a bit of a tiz again. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what I find interesting about Tara is that she runs so much. Yeah. <laughs> like, always running. Like, this girl should be an athlete. Yeah, she runs away from quite a lot of things, doesn't she? It's her way of dealing with stuff. She's, I mean, her head must be all over the place. That's all you can think. But then she's quite sort of, you know, when you hear her talking to Faith, she's quite on it with Faith and she's quite, we can do this, we'll do it this way, that way. So quite organised mm. like that, isn't she? Quite confident. Yeah, it is interesting, actually, because when she is with Faith she almost seems like a different person like she's got a life together mm. and I don't know if that's because she just wants to show off to Faith because Tara thinks Faith's got her life together <laughs> and it's quite mm. interesting because they're both mm. pretending I agree so there was a little bit where they went off to the graveyard didn't they was it oh, her and her mum Faith yeah Faith and her mum because Faith's yeah. mum um Faith's parents were killed by a dirty car bomb yes which is interesting. Yeah, because she always blamed the IRA, but yes. we find out that they never knew who did it. No, and it's written on the grave, isn't mm. it? Which apparently is, is quite normal in Ireland that it's said killed by terrorists, even though it's not necessarily been proven. So again, another little... There's so many threads. You know, whenever so, they talk yeah. to the adults in this book, the adults have got so many like loose threads of their yeah. lives. And I'm like, what went on? <laughs> I know. I mean, on Faith's side, there's um, Uncle Steve. Gets mentioned yeah. a lot. His drink problem. Uncle Steve. Where does he fit into all this? And Faith's mum mentioned that her and Uncle Steve used to date. 
mm. and they used to be like wild child you know together yes. until she yeah. met obviously his brother so i'm like there's so much drama so yeah, much drama it, here yeah yeah and we've never met uncle steve <laughs> <laughs> it's all intertwining isn't it somewhere along the line i'm think but mm. the graveyard there was an important oh, part yes. of the graveyard mm. there was an old couple wasn't there there with was. green eyes and hazel flecks. Mm, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, they go to the graveyard, you know, to the gravestone. Nobody else is about. It's a beautifully written chapter with description. But then as they're leaving, the only other people they see are these people that look just like Faith. Or at yeah. least have her signature eyeballs. And she's like, oh yeah. my gosh, we must be related. And I'm like, come now. You can't just randomly meet your relatives. Mm. Or can you? I guess Ireland's a small place. Uh, I don't know. It, it's a bit too convenient, isn't it? Yeah. But, I don't know, I guess she might go back there and try and find them. Yeah. There might be some kind of link. But is I mean, lots of Irish people have green eyes and brown flecks though yeah but maybe they've got a special breed of eye you know that nobody else has (laughs) (laughs) apart from the entirety of ireland (laughs) you can just meet them in the street exactly um but yeah there was a lot of interesting parts in this in in these 50 pages faith and jack have gone back to see tara in her hometown for halloween yes they're They're dressing up aren't they yes But the strange thing about this, which is what I can't wait to unpack in the next 50 pages, is that Tara hasn't told her mum that Faith and Jack are staying over. No. She's just invited them and hoping her mum doesn't know they're there. But what's her mum going to do when she sees, you know, Tara's lookalike in her house? But maybe she's not going to see it because they kind of sneaked her in. But I don't know. I don't know how they're going to get by that. But that's going to be interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So in these 50 pages, I can't wait to find out what the fallout of this Halloween mm. is going to be. Um, yeah. I want to learn more about Uncle Steve. I imagine she's going to be talking to these old people with the same eyes. <laughs> <laughs> How is she going to find them again? They'll be there. <laughs> Conveniently. <laughs> we must talk about other book news, yeah? Yes, yes, because truth be told, we've been talking about that one a bit too long. <laughs> <laughs> got so many different things i know we'll be reading up to page 200 and we'll be discussing that in our next podcast so please join us so claire are you enjoying that book that you didn't want to read well uh yeah so the rosie project the interesting it's got the character in it called don tillman and i've only really just started it i've only got into it and it's it is quite funny but basically he's trying to find a wife and he's decided that um, he's going to, he's kind of put this project together. And he's just started by um, producing this questionnaire. Before he goes into the online dating type thing, he's um, got this questionnaire and he's doing the non-internet thing. So he's gone on a dinner date where you sit with eight people and you all have dinner. And then he's gone to a singles party So he goes to this singles party, which at this singles party, he stands at the door with this paper questionnaire that he's done and gives them to all the females as they're walking in. 
Wow. (laughs) (laughs) But on this questionnaire is things like, what's your BMI? Do you have HIV? (laughs) Do you drink? Do you smoke? And (laughs) it's just really funny. And then the last one, he goes to this speed dating. And, but he's just like asking these questionnaire questions to find out about these women. But there was a bit where he was with Fabian uh, at this um, singles party and she basically has taken quite a liking to him. And she goes to find him and says, look, you know, all I want is to have a bit of sex. That's what I want. And, and he's basically... Why all your books have this? I know, I know. <laughs> And he's basically turned round to her, round to her, and gone. It was a very kind offer, but it but it was still early in the evening. I said more guests are expected. You may find someone suitable if you want. And she's turned round and gone. Fabienne gave me her questionnaire and said, "I presume you will be notifying the winners in due course." I told her that I would. When she had gone, I quickly checked her questionnaire. Predictably, she failed in a number of dimensions. It was disappointing. <laughs> what are those so, dimensions uh, oh my gosh it sounds hilarious it is it's quite funny so i've only really started it so yeah was it what you me. expected uh i think it's better than i expected well that's I don't good know why. yeah it's 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 quite funny well i finally finished my audiobook that i said i would probably finish and that was my sister the serial killer by oyan khan Braithwaite and it was really good. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed it. I can imagine this book is quite small if you were to get it in person because it was only four and a half hours of an audiobook. I'd definitely give this the rating of Renew because it was very good, but it was almost it never went in depth enough. Like the author would give you all these ideas and all these juicy tidbits, but then they never fully open the doors, you know, for you to explore the story. Um, it was all very quite surface level, but I still really enjoyed it. You know, as you read the book, you realise that her sister just kills loads of men <laughs> and she's a nurse. So she ends up like covering it all up, but she doesn't want to admit that her sister's a serial killer, even though she knows deep down she is. Mm. Um, but then her sister starts getting courted by the doctor that um, Corriday works with, who's the main character. And Corriday really likes this doctor, but she knows her sister will probably kill him. So there's like a push and pull, like, oh, should I, you know, dob my sister in and save his life or just let it run its course? And that's kind of like the crux of the book. And it's very interesting. And the ending was a bit like, oh, I didn't expect it to go down like that. It was really good. It was such a good short read. Yeah. Oh, excellent. And that was your audio book. That's what you've been listening when you go to work. Yeah. So I started a new one, obviously. Mm-hmm. You would hate this book. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's called The Atlas Six by Olivia Blake. And it's a magical book, which is why you'd hate it. <laughs> Though it does have so more. It's got lots of difficult names in it. Mm, no, but there is. It, I did have to listen to the beginning of the book about four times before I realised what was happening because there's a lot of. They start talking about the Library of Alexandria and then all of a sudden there's like meridians and magic but then everyone's in like normal society and no one knows about magic but some people do and I'm like, what? Anyway, it was a quite a slow opening. But um, there's obviously six main characters and they're coming to be checked for their magical ability at this prestigious 
kind of school for magic people. And they're from all over the globe, which is quite nice. I like that, you know, the multiple characters. But, oh my gosh, two characters, Claire. I absolutely hate them. <laughs> and what doesn't oh, no. what doesn't make it better is that the narrator is really annoying. <laughs> so it's like, oh. really annoying narrator voice paired with two very annoying characters. And you just, I was just like, I don't want to listen to this anymore because it was just so painful. Uh, but I'm going to stick with it. Because there's two other narrators who are average. They're okay. So I'm going to try and stick with it because I've heard it does get better. But I'm a bit nervous that it's not going to be very good. Oh, okay. I mean, if anybody out there... Stick with it. Yeah, if anybody else has read it and and it is good, tell me to continue. (laughs) Any other books you've been reading? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I have been reading Daphne du Maurier's Rebecca, which I mentioned last time and I said to you I'm going to be reading this for the rest of my life because it's massive Um, but obviously no one else can see this but I've only got 100 pages left yeah oh my god you're like two thirds of the way through two thirds of the way through and I am obsessed I thought oh no it's very slow it's very like atmospheric it's proper like oldie worldie right you know like 1920s I think you will like that. You know, they all talk like a bit with toffee in their mouth. Um, But the atmosphere she builds in this constant, like, comparison between this poor person, the main character, and Rebecca is just, it's, I feel for her so much because everyone's like, oh, Rebecca was much better, blah, 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 blah. Um, And it, it really is about how it feels to be the other woman. Because the, the main story, if people don't know, is um, there's this young girl and she works as like a companion to this older lady and she meets this man who's very austere, he's got a lot of wealth and he says, oh yes, I'll marry you. But then she finds out that his previous wife, his first wife, who he loved very much, Rebecca, um, died at sea and he's been depressed ever since, which is why he marries her, <laughs> you know, to almost forget Oh, and he okay. takes her back to Manderley and everybody is just constantly referring to how amazing Rebecca was. But there's so much atmosphere and different threads and Miss Danvers, who's the like the housemaid, is so creepy. It's just like got this really nice gothic vibe and it's very autumnal. So it's perfect time oh. of year to read it. But I just, yeah. I absolutely love this. It's Sounds really good. good. Like the first line. Last night I dreamt I went to Mandalay again. And I was just like, oh. Oh. Oh, I want to know. <laughs> it's it's stunning book, actually. I'm really happy I picked it up. Oh, that's good. And it was really nice, actually, because the book that we're going to talk about next, The Boy Who Couldn't by Rachel Coverdale, Rachel actually recommended me another book if I liked Rebecca. Um, and she recommended The Woman in White by Wilkie Collins. Um, and... My cousin Rachel, which is also by Daphne du Maurier. And I've wanted to read The Woman in White, actually, for a while. It's just on my list. And I've heard that it's quite a good haunting Halloween read. And my mum says I need to read my cousin, uh, Rachel. <laughs> she says it's a really oh, well, good book. I'll just On oh, the classics for the rest of the year. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so thank you, Rachel, for those um, recommendations. I think... I might... Well, as my mum owns my cousin Rachel, maybe I should jump on that. But I... I I bet she has the woman in white too. There you go. That'll be your next reading project, won't mm. it? You're going to stay with the classics? No. No. <laughs> I think actually, 
<laughs> I have been really wanting to read a sci-fi. Like, whenever it gets to this time of year, there's something about the coldness of space that really fits with winter. <laughs> Um, so I think once I've read this, I'll, I'll do a little Instagram and people can vote, you know, do you want this dark cover space book or this dark cover space book? Because <laughs> they always look the same. <laughs> so, The Boy Who Couldn't, Claire, have you finished it? I have finished it. Yeah, it went crazy, didn't it? It went bonkers. I was like, Wah. Yeah. Yeah, there was fire, there was kidnapping... There was all sorts of stuff going on. Yeah, it was very good. I, I mean, this book, I mean, it's it's got a lot of pace and I think kids will enjoy reading it. Yeah. It's got really good characters in it. But yeah, it just goes crazy. It just goes crazy. Like, I don't want yeah. to spoil too much, but the dad just turned into a right yeah. menace and there's kidnappings oh. and car chases and yeah. fires. And yeah. oh. It's mad. It's quite. I I felt almost quite scared at the mm. at the dog at the um badger the badger baiting bit. It was quite scary to yeah, read it. It was because I was like, <gasps> and then there was the shock thing at the end of the chapter, which I'm not going to say. There was a shock at the end of the chapter that Greg thought something, and I was like, no. Oh, I'm like, which bit's that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's just funny because you were like the shock bit at the end of the chapter. I was like, Claire, that could be any chapter at the end. <laughs> <laughs> like every other chapter, it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, it, it, I, it was really good. I, I really liked it. Was it was a really good book. I'd, I'd quite happily read her other one as well. I thought it was really good. Yeah, same. I su- shocked me. I didn't think I would like it as much as I did. Mm. So it was a nice, it was a nice little read actually. Because I was like, oh yeah, this is nice about friendship, and then all the action kicked off. And you know, I love action. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that just. Yeah, it just went crazy. <laughs> I mean, there was a moment when James talking about picking up a knife, and I'm like, James, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy, guys. It's absolutely madness. I was like, this is a kid's book. Like, it was going crazy. Great book. Well done. It's good. We enjoyed reading it, didn't we? Brilliant. Thank oh, you for letting do we, us. Do we um, want to say that. whether it's a. Oh. I'm going to say it's Ooh. a renew. I would say it's a renew as well. The only reason it's not an overdue is because it's not aimed at my age group. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I imagine if you're between the ages of like 7 to 12, it's a strong overdue. Definitely. Definitely. What's she going to write about in the second book, though? I felt like everything was nicely packaged in like a new yeah. ending. Like, Well, they kind of start crazy. forming, I guess, that, that friendship and that bond and they go off mm. and do other things, don't they? Yeah. Great. Thank you very much. Have you got any other book news, Claire? No more beers? No more beers. Um, <laughs> no, uh, only that I, obviously I'm working, doing supply work at this primary school and they discovered that I was a librarian and I have been uh, in the year one and two library putting genre colour coding system in place. So does this mean that you're going to have to get back in touch with the SLA and be like, I am a librarian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a librarian, but not a librarian. In spirit. In spirit, yes. <laughs> I, they've realised they can use those talents while I'm there. I'll have to change the beginning of the podcast. We are one ex-librarian <laughs> and one librarian staying in touch. <laughs> but yeah, so a little bit of librarian work I've been doing. You know, when they find out, how would they not use you? Yeah. Did you tell them that you were like? I never told them a I finalist. was a. I never told them. No, 
No, I haven't told them anything. They know nothing. Claire was very prestigious in the library world, a finalist in the School Librarian Awards. Uh, As we've not told anyone that, I just thought I'd throw it out there. (laughs) Thank you, Sophie. Nominated by yourself. Uh, We are a team, though. Uh, No, shh. (laughs) You wrote articles and all sorts. Them's what they were the days. (laughs) (laughs) next week we will be reading to page 200 of truth be told by sue Mm -hmm. divin i i have no idea actually what's going to happen no because now we know the dna results what's going to happen no i don't know it's going to keep going don't tell us what a surprise um so please follow along whilst we read that i'm going to try and finish rebecca um, and I'll be posting on the Instagram sometime this week the next two books that I'm interested in reading so you can help me choose them. And I'm sure, Claire, you're going to finish Rosie Project, that massive book. Mm, uh, I may be halfway through it. <laughs> I'm combining this with house renovations. <laughs> yeah, excuses. Get an audiobook going. <laughs> house renovations, walking the dog by the sea. You know, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, please share your recommendations with us over on Instagram. We do love hearing what books you like reading as well. It is goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. (laughs) 